0: For the Word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Join Bishop Edward Butry as he brings you the engrafted Word of Truth, which is able to save you, transform you, and guide you to become a stronger Christian with a deeper relationship with the Lord. This teaching is anointed down-to-earth, and full of practical wisdom for your Christian life. Bishop Edward Butry is a son of Bishop Doug Hewitt Mills and a seasoned minister of the Word. He currently pastors the appointment Church in the Gambia. Join Bishop Edward Butry for a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. Lord, this morning, let your
1: prayer be that God will speak to you. You know, oftentimes when we come, We don't hear what God sees and it is the reason why many of us don't change because an encounter with the word of God means an encounter with the power to change. The ability to become better. The ability to be fruitful. The ability to be established. Nobody should encounter God's word and remain the same. But for some of us, that's not the story. So this morning, let it be your prayer that your presence here will be met with the power of God through his word and that your life will never be the same after this encounter. Thank you Jesus for your presence in this place. Thank you Holy Spirit for your word that is about to come. Bless our lives, touch our hearts, fill us with every power and lead us O oh God. Into every grace. We thank you and we bless you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Wonderful. Well, this morning I'm going to begin a new series. Wow. And the title of the series is Fruitfulness. Wow. Fruitfulness there is nobody here who doesn't want to be fruitful. It is the reason why when you are in school and you are not passing, you are worried. You don't understand why you should fail Mm -hmm. because fruitfulness as a student is your ability to pass your exams and move on. But if you fail, it means you can't be promoted. So, you see people sometimes they are they are bored and they are tired. Mm Hmm? Mm? And when you don't bear fruit, you yourself, you you even give up. So some people give up on school. Yeah. Fruitfulness frustrates everybody. Nobody is comfortable. Fruitlessness frustrates everybody. Nobody is comfortable being at one place for a long time. That's why some of you sisters, when you are growing and nobody says, I'll marry you. You see, You start asking yourself questions. Am I not beautiful? Meanwhile, you've heard boys say to you, You are beautiful. You are sexy. You are what? You are hot. I don't know how hot you are that you have not melted. Yeah. You are smashing. Oh, you are a bomb. Yeah. The boys have words for the sisters, I'm telling you. And it goes into your head, you know? So, if you are there, I mean, you are beautiful, you are a bomb. Nobody is coming near you. Yeah. You, be, you become worried. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it introduces self doubt. Now, now you don't believe that you are beautiful. Yeah. Meanwhile, you are. You know? Yeah. You are expecting fruits. You are expecting that guys will come around and say, I want to marry you. It's not these people who come and say, Cook for me cook what is cook for me one, one sister was in a church and she had gone through several religions that didn't work and a brother came around into her life and then the brothers became friends you know and then one day the brother requested that oh you should organize some soup and some stew and things so that I can put it in my freezer and then you see the sister remembered what she has been going through what she has been doing over the years And then she asked the brother, this thing that you want me to do, what does it mean? Hey! What does it mean? And the brother was shocked. It's like, hey, but it's a a humble request. Why are you so agitated? No, 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 no. You see, what she's expecting has not come. So, you can't say it's a humble request. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. When you don't get what you want, when you are not fruitful, it, it unsettles you. Yeah. There's brothers who also become frustrated. I mean, at a certain age, you want to marry, settle, have a job. At least, it's a start of something. Then, you see that, hey, you are 35. Hmm. It's not easy for you then. You can't even pay transport. Yeah. For yourself. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, you 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 live as if you are a spiritual person who is fasting, but you're not spiritual. You have to o- organize yourself so that you eat once a day at strategic times. You find some light thing in the morning around ten o'clock, and you sustain yourself. Then around four o'clock, you eat for the rest of the day. Yeah. Oh man, you have calculated your simplicity so that it's like no stresses. You see. You can't propose to a sister because it means eh? when, when you are even in a relationship and the girl says that, so when will you marry? Then you become angry. It's not because she has asked you something bad, but you are not ready. Not ready yeah. And many it's frustrating. When you are unfruitful, it's not comfortable. When you are a sister, you marry. You see, you want to have children. Many every woman has dreams of. Giving birth. It's a few people who have sickness and say that won't marry. Won't give birth. Yeah, it's not normal. When you marry, one year has come. Two years. Three years. Hey! It's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. Life is fulfilled when we become fruitful. So, when you don't see it, you yourself, you question it. Is that not so? Yeah. And you have worked. Hey, you work hard though. But you don't see anything. Do you know anything? Yes. Yeah, nothing. nothing. You don't have nothing. nothing. When you are sick and you go to the hospital and they give you bill. You, you are angry. And it's not that the money is plenty. You don't have the money so you are angry. Yeah. So, there is nobody here who is comfortable with fruitlessness. I mean, if you are very happy with our fruits, I will pray for you immediately because it's a spiritual condition that is not accepted. So now, let's ask ourselves, how does God also see us? You know, sometimes, some people are comfortable with their lives, but their parents have invested in them. Sometimes there are some sisters when they are not mine. It's the parents who give them pressure. They, they are comfortable. They don't have any pressure, but it's their parents because they have expectation. You, are, you have lived with us. You are 40 years. You won't go out and start your life. What's your problem? Meanwhile, the 40-year-old man, he's comfortable. When he comes home, mommy has cooked. He goes, he eats. Sometimes he even brings his friends and they will eat mommy's food. <laughs> yeah, it's like he doesn't see any. Some people have that condition. They don't see. They are not challenged. Yeah. yeah. They are what? Next of kin. <laughs> no sir is in the house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, Some of you, you are like that. It's like, it's like, you see, there are some students who fail exams. <laughs> they don't care who. It's their parents and their teachers who are worried. Yeah. They're worried. <laughs> I, I've seen some before. <laughs> the person who has failed, when they are doing their graduation party here, he has dressed more than everybody. He has, he has done makeup more than everybody. He's dancing more than everybody. He has invited friends more than those who passed. Yeah, my boy, he has failed. He's happier than everybody. Yeah, he's happier than everybody. Yeah, some people are like that. They don't see their problem. Like, you, you, they worry about me. Me, I'm happy. Yeah. No, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: You see, it's the same way it, with God. You know, sometimes God looks at us and he's not happy. But you, you are happy. Some of you have sat in the church. By now, you should be. You see, Reverend Abed has been appointed a bishop. You know, look, as I grew up in the church, I noticed that. Even though I I became a pastor above some people, they knew more than me. I I saw people who were gifted more than me. There was a brother, he used to lead prayer. I didn't know how to lead prayer. When he leads prayer, I'm happy. I see him walking, speaking in tongues, giving prayer topics. I enjoyed his leading of prayer. He was fully in charge. When he's not in church and I have to lead, I become worried because I don't know how to do it. He does it better. But I was appointed a pastor. He wasn't. There was a guy who used to lead praise and worship. We didn't have instruments in the church. When you come into the church and he's leading praise and worship, you can't stand. Yeah. Very anointed. Gifted. How he picks songs. How he engages people. is beautiful. Yeah. Anybody who, who encounters him sees something beautiful. But today, he's not even going to church. Yeah. He's not serious. Hmm? Those of us who don't know how to lead praise and worship, who don't know how to change songs, how to how to raise keys, when when a keyboard is, says C, what is C? You don't have any idea. It will take you 200 years to understand C. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because they, some people don't avail themselves for God to turn them out and to make them fruitful. There are people who, who, who understand scripture. You see, you don't have to be a pastor to know scripture. Do you know something? Because see, some of you who are studying there, uh, the exams that you pass, your teachers will fail if they write with you. If you don't know.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, if you sit there was a guy who was writing a professional course. Yeah. And and as we were doing the professional course, somebody was teaching them. And the person also was doing the same exam with them. The guy who who was teaching them, they didn't pass. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You see, it's a sign of something you have. That's why sometimes in the church, eh, you see, Some of you are supposed to be financially rich and prosperous. You see, a pastor is not supposed to be rich. It's like when you come to the church, the person who has the nicest car is the pastor. The person who dresses nicely is the pastor and his wife. The person who uh, eats nice food, good food. It's, It's like every good thing is only for the pastor and the people are poor. No, 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 that's not a church. Some of you should be like that. Some of you should be... Pros, pros. as you are coming to church, your car. Hey. Discovery, discovery. When the pastor even sees it, he says, Praise be to really? God. <laughs> he says, Yeah. 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 He, he must be happy for I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. And I pastored people, you can ask my wife, I pastored people who had nice cars more yeah, yeah, they'll get, they'll get than me. Right. And I, I was never jealous. Of. I was happy for them, dedicating cars, houses. I mean, hey. Because see, when, when, we, when, we, when we teach you and we speak to you, eh, it is supposed to bring out fruitfulness. It, that, that's why sometimes, no, look at it this way. You see, many people who choose to teach, you know, teaching is one of the poorest paying professions in the world. Do you know that? But teachers are the ones who turn out lawyers, doctors, politicians, astronauts, all this world, they pass through teachers. Presidents. Yeah, yeah. Then the, the 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 teacher seems not to have much, but you see, he's he's, he's imparted something into the people, and they have become great. Uh-huh. Do you know why? Because the people who listen to the teacher, they take what he's saying seriously, and they apply it. and when you sit in the church and you hear what we are saying, many of you are not serious. Isaiah chapter five. I think the message is even understood before I read scriptures. Isaiah chapter five from verse one: "Today is hot. We will finish early, so that you can go to the beach to go and swim. You have pretend as if you don't like such things. Isaiah chapter 5 verse 1 now will I sing to my well beloved a song of my beloved touching his vineyard. This is prophecy and so flow with me and I will explain it. Now will I sing to my beloved a song of my beloved touching his vineyard? like the prophecy is that look I'm going to make melody concerning the farm of the one I love concerning the fields the beauty of the one I love my well beloved hath a vineyard in a very fruitful hill first of all he's praising even where the farm is located and this is, this is about, you see the fruitful hill is the hill of God. Holy hill. Kodesh. It's the same way that you see holy hill. A fruitful hill. The sanctuary. It's like because my beloved is placed in a special place. You know sometimes there are, the place you are changes you. Yeah. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. There are some places you are, you are working today. If you get another job and you are doing the same thing, your returns will be different even when you look at even banks, there are multinational banks that are here, like Ecobank, they are in different countries, uh, Stanchart, uh, GT Bank, Access, Zenith. Now, those who are working here in these banks, their salaries are lower than same people working in other countries. Same job because of where they are located. So sometimes your fruitfulness is tied to your location. That's why many of us, you see, the, what the prophecy is talking about is many of us, where we were spiritually, we couldn't be fruitful. But when you come into the Lord, that's the fruitful hill, the holy hill, when you come into the presence of God, your reward is far better. Yeah. That's what it is. Said my well beloved had a vineyard in a very fruitful hill. So now you are placed in a a location where you are supposed to be in a very fruitful hill. So it's like there is no reason and excuse for you. Verse 2. And he fenced it. Look at it. The beloved found himself on a fruitful hill. And the first thing he did was he fenced it. That's weak. And gathered out the stones thereof. Because hills have stones. And planted it with the choicest vine. And built a tower in the midst of it. And also made a wine press therein. Like he, uh, some work, work in progress, I'm telling you. And he looked that it should bring forth grapes, and it brought forth wild grapes. Verse three. And now all inhabitants of Jerusalem and men of Judah. Judge, I pray you betwixt me and my vineyard. What could have been done more to my vineyard that I have not done in it? Wherefore, when I looked that it should bring forth grapes, brought it forth wild grapes. It's like regardless of where the beloved was located and the preparation that had gone into the fruits to be expected the defense the building the the investment the things you know yet still what came out was not what was expected so now God is asking what again should I do that having done What should I do to you that I have not done? What do you think God has to do now that he hasn't done? And now, go to, I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. It's like, I'm expecting fruits, grapes, but you have given out wild grapes. And I've done everything, so what can I do? Okay, go, let me think about it. Then God comes back and says, this is what I will do. I will take away the hedge thereof. Remember he said, I will build a fence. Eh? And the fence is the hedge, the protection. And it shall be eaten up. And you are not bearing fruit. And break down the wall thereof. And it shall be trodden down. Anybody can walk in. All animals can pass through and I will lay it waste. It shall not be pruned. Nobody will come and decide that, oh, let me cut this one off so that this one will grow. Let me dress it. Let me do this. Nobody will have atten- time because something that has been trodden on, it doesn't need pruning. It needs burning. It needs gathering and throwing and casting. No correction. Nor dig. You, you can't come. As you have come to see all the plants trodden and flattened, you are coming to dig to do what? to put fertilizer to put manure but there shall be there shall come up briars and thorns because when it is unattended to things that will grow are not grapes not even wild grapes briars and thorns I will also command the clouds that they rain no rain upon it the seven. For the vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel. So now you see, now he's explaining the, 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 the vineyard that I'm talking about is the church. The house of Israel. I'm talk, God is talking prophetically about the church. The state of the church. And the man of Judah, his pleasant plant. You are the men of Judah. You are the woman of Judah. You are the children of the covenant. He's talking about the church and, and the men who are in it and he looked for judgment and behold, but behold oppression for righteousness but behold a cry. don't go again, it's enough you can go and read the rest this is God describing us hmm wow How many of us can stand boldly as you are sitting here and beat your chest and say I am fruitful. All the years of God's mercy provision what has come out of you I'm going to share about the supernatural laws of fruitfulness. Supernatural laws of fruitfulness. Law number one. You see, I've I've read a scripture. I've not even said much. But God has given you a certain foundation and understanding. I believe so. there is something very spiritual that connects us to be fruitful. You see, when you look at just planting a seed, ask yourself, is it the water and the sun that just makes them grow? How about those that also die even when there's water and there's sun? (laughs) Yeah. There is something there are places where they have lands that are described as fertile lands that they can grow everything DR Congo is one of the places in the world where it is believed that yeah they have one of the most fertile soils on earth and the country is big and they have two different seasons so the south and the uh, 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 north alternate so whatever season it is, whatever the south will produce, when the south, the season changes in the south, the north will also produce. So, it's like they can't lack. Wow. Yet, it is one of the poorest. One of the poorest countries in the world. Israel, they live on deserts, on hills, dry and patched lands. They produce every fruit That you can name in the world. You can find some there. There's something supernatural about fruitfulness. Law number one the supernatural law of, or the law of the supernatural fence. The law of supernatural fence. Isaiah chapter 5 verse 2. We have read it. But let's go back to it and let me show you. Isaiah 5 2. You see, it says that... And let's start from verse 1 again. I like it from verse 1. Then I'll come to verse 2. Quickly. Now I will sing to my well beloved a song of my beloved touching his vineyard. My well beloved hath a vineyard in a very fruitful hill. Now, you see, the end of the prophecy explained the vineyard as the house of Israel. So I'm going to now use the house of Israel which is the church, the sanctuary that we all sit in. I will sing to my well beloved my, a song of my beloved touching his church. My well beloved had a vineyard in a very fruitful place. It's like the church is located spiritually in the place and what has happened, number one, And he fenced it. God himself is the one who fenced us. That's why it's supernatural. You see, it's like, it means that when you are fenced, there are some things that cannot come around you. You may not realize that there is a supernatural fence around you. You know, many of us, when we sit here, you can remember times or incidences that could have killed you. But God kept me. He kept me, cause I wouldn't, let, yeah, I wouldn't let go. You hold on to Him. Sometimes in times of need, there are things you go through, and you know this is this is the end. But he that keepeth Israel shall keep thee, and He keeps us. He has built a fence and a hedge around us. You could have died long ago. Sometimes from sicknesses or unnatural things. There are people who are attacked spiritually. Many years ago, I I used to fall sick and God opened my eyes. I was about to die and I knew I was going to die as a young child. And God opened my eyes and I received healing and the healing I realized that they had put broken bottles inside me. Who would do that? Witches and wizards. You can be walking around the, you, every hospital they say there's nothing wrong with you but you are dying. You don't know what people are put inside you. Oh yeah. And all these things eh, your deliverance is a sign of a protection from God. Some of us when we look back into our lives we can remember incidences and situations where we're just about giving up. But God kept me. <laughs> he kept me out. Oh. <laughs> kept me. Wow. Yes, you remember? Don't you have a testimony? Is there not anybody here sitting this morning in the church? Who can say, God has been good to me. Why why did he build the the, the fence around you? Why? (laughs) He knew, he knew what was going to come out of you. And the reason why the enemy also wanted to destroy the fence was he's against what God wants to come out. But God prevailed. It's a supernatural law. He 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 has put something around us. You see, when you read the Bible in, in the book of Job, the, the Bible says, And God called his sons, and Satan also came. And God asked him, Where have you been? He said, To and fro, to and fro. Wow! Then God asked him, Have you considered Job my son, my servant? He's perfect in all the east. God, and then Satan said, Oh, yes, I, I know you are saying that he's perfect. It is because you have put a hedge around him. The enemy sees your defense. In some of us, our eyes are not open, so we don't see things. Some of you as we are growing, eh? The, the lifestyle and the things that you engage yourself in. You should have died, you should have gotten a sickness. One sister was going to marry, and they did HIV test before marriage. When they The test came out. She was HIV positive. Which brother will marry? The brother was advised. He advised himself. Then she remembered the different people that she had slept with. And even though she had come into the church and she was born again and she had not had sex with anybody for four years. The thing was in the system. It was in the system. System. downloaded the things already some of you, you have had unprotected sex but you see god built a fence around you you're not destroyed and you sit here you behave as if you see there's nothing there's nothing supernatural operating in your life you don't know the god that we serve he's not a man you understand he's a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit. What does it mean to worship God in spirit? In the supernatural. Yeah. Because he, the defenses and the things that he does are supernatural. He is not here coming to boast you know, to you that I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. No. He has put in you a seed to be fruitful. But you don't know what it took for that seed to be protected.
2: Yeah. Oh
1: yes. Don't you know people who have died? This morning, I got a a text. I mean, I just, when I was being consecrated, 2019, one of my my mates, my schoolmates, some of them came. And there was one lady who was a DSP, a senior police officer. She came with some of my mates. They came. I was very surprised that they came. Yeah, because somebody told them. They came. I was happy. I didn't have a picture with them. And this lady, was promoted in the police service as the director in charge of elections. Such a position in Ghana. Three weeks ago, the the, the president of our year group sent me a message that, oh, she's not well, so I should call her and pray with her. So I called her, but she didn't respond. Then I sent a message. I think two, three days after she responded to the message. and Then said she's not been feeling well and things, so I asked, can I call? So I called her. and I was asking, why, what's up? Then, then that's when she told me that she got this new promotion, you know, and ever since she, she got, she started feeling funny. They've gone to hospital, not th- they don't see anything. Oh, so I said, no, this one, yeah. let's pray about it. Let's pray about it. So I prayed with her. I prayed with her. Then, I think two days or so ago, she sent me a message that she's feeling better and she, she, the only thing that weighs on her is that she realizes that she hasn't done much with their life for God. That's what she sent me. The message is there. So, I said, sometimes, it's not everybody who has to preach or whatever, but you do what you find doing. Do it with your heart and truthfully. But don't forget your God. Just this morning, when I woke up, they sent a message that she had passed. Yeah. And they tipped her like she would be one of the first, I think, second woman or something to become even the inspector general of police. Like the person is very intelligent, very clever. It's like she has promise. So even our our mates were calling her future IG. It's like, yeah, she's just gone beautiful lady you see listen listen. when you are around there the the things that are contending against you that you are sitting here don't joke when you have life you don't have time for God you see this prophecy go back Isaiah 5 he says I am talking about the house of Israel I'm not talking about a farm for you to think that uh, uh, God is an agricultural minister The farmer. Talking about, as you sit here, some of you, eh? what what should have happened to you? Do you understand? Because there is a a fence around you. It hasn't happened. But you see, you will not know. You know, even Job, eh, he didn't know what God had done for him. It was God who said to Satan that. Satan saw in the realm of the spirit that. You see he tried. He's trying all the time to destroy this guy. But he couldn't. And because he saw a fence he couldn't jump over. And so the enemy knows that there is something that is protecting you. But you don't see. So you don't avail yourself to the things of God. You don't have time. You you, you can't show anything in your life, that represents service, commitment to the God who is defending you. Do you know why presidents uh, 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 raise armies? They raise armies for the defense of the people inside. Yeah. So the armies are the ones who, who control their borders and then the airspace. So they have the land uh, battalion army, who, they, they control borders around. Then the navy controls sea. Then the air force controls the airwaves to make the people safe. Do you understand? So that the people can be fruitful and go about their life without fearing any enemy from anywhere. It's like it is done. You don't have to worry about it. Then you have the internal police. The police is to make sure that you and I, when we, we don't fight each other. We don't kill each other. They will keep the peace. Right. Because sometimes you can have the army doing their work. Then the people, instead of being fruitful, they are fighting themselves. It's the police who have to. You see, that's physical uh, uh, provision for development. Every, every serious country has an army. Even countries that are called peaceful, Japan and Switzerland, Swiss Army, they they have one of the best uh, uh, armies in the world, Switzerland. Never gone to war. (laughs) Yeah. And their armies train different, different. There's even a special knife called Swiss knife. It's a military knife. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you see, God knows that, Look. Look, let me tell you something. Whatever you do, eh, if you don't have protection, it ain't gonna work. Yeah. And he has made that provision. He said, he fenced it. He did it. You couldn't do it. He fenced it. When some things don't happen to you, you see, sometimes some people are even just proud. You don't know what God has done. You are boasting as if you did it. Some of you should even be be mad by now. Sometimes there are problems you have. eh? Some people have the same problems they are in the psychiatric hospital. There are some marriages you can enter. eh? One day we're in our house. I will never forget. One Saturday morning we're in the house. Then a woman entered our house. Hey. When she came, she said she wants to sleep. I want to sleep. I'm tired. I want to sleep. Beautiful woman. You want to sleep? Madam, (laughs) (laughs) this is not your house. (laughs) 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 I mean, who are you? No, no, I'm tired. I want to sleep. I want to sleep. Beautiful woman. So, my father was asking questions. Then it was then that I realized that no, something it's gone off. When you ask quest, my, the questions, the, even the responses throws you off and all that. So my father decided that, no, this one. There. You have to, you might, maybe she's from the area somewhere, you know. So we decided that, no, you should go. I mean, we don't know where you're coming from. So go to your house. Do you know your house? He said, yes. So I remember one of my cousins, my father said, take care if you remember where she's going. As they were going then they met uh, a family member and the woman had left the house at, 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 at uh, 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 the, in the night mm. and was walking around that till morning so she was tired mm-hmm. and she wanted to sleep. So when when they woke up and they realized that she was not there to they were moving around looking for her and they met her. So it was later that we got to know that look. She and her husband were in America. And she is the one who brought the husband to America. And she couldn't give birth. The man came, got papers, everything, took a certain girl, gave birth to children, was looking after their children. For years, she didn't know. And everything that she had, he was channeling it into his private family. (laughs) behind the scenes. Yeah. And when she found out and she started raising it, hey, the man just threw her out. But you see, in America, you can't behave like a Bush African man. You tell your wife, get out of the house. You will get out of the house. But you see, the problem was that the pain and the trauma. It was so much that it wasn't about material things. She didn't need much ma- because the family is rich. She didn't need material but she was broken that somebody who she's giving her life to can do this to her. So, talk, 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 she went off. And then, after some time, the family said that she should, they should bring her down to come and cool down. Yeah. You see, and that problem, some people also have it too, but they don't go off. You see, it's because there's a hedge. There's a hedge. You see, some, some of you don't know the problems that people have. We had a doctor in our church who had three miscarriages Adopted uh, uh, one child, <laughs> three miscarriages. A doctor, and she decided that now children will not come. So she adopted a beautiful. God gave her a handsome oh son. People even who have their own children were jealous when you see the boy, nice boy. When she adopted the boy, within three months she became pregnant. So she had a daughter, a boy, and a daughter. You are clapping. Wait. (laughs) Then then when she gave birth her child, her her own daughter had complications, A doctor and she died before two months. Then by the grace of God, she became pregnant again and then the son that she had adopted they went to uh, her father's house and they had a swimming pool in the house and the boy walked out somewhere and went into the pool and drowned in the pool, in the house indescribable uncontainable I remember this song because of her yeah she sang the song when she was in pain she was standing in church sang the song indescribable uncontainable i couldn't help it yeah and she has never left church she's been through things yeah you see because you see at the end of the day you see that what god wanted was you yourself Uh, sorry what satan wanted was you yourself it's like uh, you see job was uh, uh, satan was after job not his children or the things that he was losing Because if I get this guy to lose the things that he has, he ain't going to serve you God anymore. But he stood. And some of you will never make that stand for God. You don't know what he has done for you. Irrespective of what you suffer, take that stand that I'm not going anywhere. See, some of you you are here you don't understand the issues that you are going through so you, the only thing you are thinking of is there anything beneficial in serving God that's the, that's the devil's way of making you unfruitful for the rest of your life but if, you, if your eyes will be open to see sometimes some of you young children you compare yourself to other children it's like what kind of family do I come from even food One day, we used to have a certain guy in our area. He would come to a house and eat a lot. Yeah. One day, he told my younger brother, you people, you are blessed. Yeah. You are blessed. Because sometimes, when you are young, you don't know what hunger is. Some of us, by the grace of God, but some people, and they give you the food say, I don't like it. Don't like it. You, you have some, you say, I don't like it. As for somebody, there's nothing to say, I don't like. Yeah. There's nothing to say, I don't like this. If, you say, if they give you, if you say, I don't like, you don't like, you will learn to eat everything. Yeah. yeah. You will learn to eat everything on earth. Sometimes when you are privileged, you don't see the privileges. So you, you become proud and you thought I don't like this, I don't know this. That's why some of you sit in the church and we can't tell you anything. You, you, you see, you don't know what is operating in your life. Yeah. Hey. You can sit and you don't know. See, look at all of us. S- some of us, eh, it is God's protection that has even preserved our lives. But Because you don't know it, there is nothing in you that praises him. You don't want, you see, when you don't offer any hand to the work of God, you are a wicked person. Because the things that God has done for you, uh, ah. Law number two. The law of supernatural removal of stones. Talking about supernatural laws of fruitfulness. The first one is the supernatural law of, or the law of supernatural fence. And the second one is the law of supernatural removal of stones. Yeah. You know what stones are? <laughs> the same Isaiah 5 2. It says, And he fenced it and gathered out the stones thereof. You know, when there are stones on a land, you can't farm. So, there are some places farmers will not plant anything. Oh, It's like a hill has been given to you. And naturally, like the hill is not a place where you automatically expect fruits to come. But because God has placed you there supernaturally and wants you to be fruitful, whatever is an impediment there, he removes it. So sometimes the way we have been brought up, you see, God removes those things. But some of you, you don't even see, you don't know what God is preparing you for. Some of you don't want anything to be removed from your life. The things that you have suffered, the the pain that you carry, the dishonor, the disrespect for authority that is in you, that doesn't allow you to become anything. When you come into the house of God, you don't want those stones to be removed. Your heart is not yonder and, and, and tender to be corrected see, that's why when you see a church where the people even to come to church is a problem, you see, ah, you see something that is operating. Yeah. You see liars. See, can you imagine somebody who has a job? I, I always said this thing. You see, it's like you, 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 your father has not created a job before. He has not created a company. He can't employ you. He's waiting for you to even work and look after him. Then you meet somebody who has created an employment and employs you and the person now has to call you to come to work. What type of person are you? You see, that's why some employers, when they see people who come with attitude, first of all, you can't be consistent. It doesn't matter what you can do. You cannot be consistent. You can't be there. You, they, they don't find value in you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But you see, Christians... Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. The stones in this particular story or prophetic story speaks of obstacles and hindrances to your fruitfulness. You see, it's not everybody who does well in life. Let me let you know. There are some people they will travel. With the mind that when you travel, you'll be blessed. But when they travel, that's the end. The family will not hear from them again. Yeah. They won't bring anything back. It, it, It destroys them. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because there are some things that if it is not taken care of, wherever you are, you see, your obstacles and the hindrances will operate and lead you. God, he knows and sees things beyond us. That's why when you come into the church, you are saved. Don't take it for granted. You see, many of you, what you couldn't do when you come, God wants you to do. And what you couldn't do was because of the things that are obstacles and hindrances in your heart, in your life. The way many of us have been brought up, if they, they move us, you see, look at the training we have. We are dirty. I'm sorry, you and I, we are dirty. We throw things around. We don't know what, what, how to keep our environment. And we blame other people. You blame your government. Go to places where people understand that. Um, even people in uh, uh, developed countries, when they take their dogs for walking or uh, jogging, they, they have bags they use when the dogs stop to poo poo. They collect the people. But here, here, you see people using donkeys. Dogs. And you come and say, Adam Abaro is not cleaning the city. You have your house. You, you, you walk out of the house and you throw rubbish opposite your house. Do, do you know what rubbish means? Hey, you see, even people who we call unbelievers, they know that rubbish represents something evil. Sicknesses and infections. You won't see anywhere that normal human beings, developed minds, would just get out and throw rubbish. Then somebody is passing out, then comes to add, and before you see, the neighborhood flies. See, do you know the disease that flies gives? They give more diseases than mosquitoes. That's why Satan is called Lord of the Flies, Beelzebub, Lord of the Dung Hill. Anywhere you see rubbish, you are you are seeing demons. Even to keep rubbish in your room overnight is not good. You are inviting demons, cockroaches, roaches you see there are are physical things so you you think it's normal when you see fly you just swat the fly like it's your neighbor flies are not your neighbors God himself has pledged to supernaturally remove the stones that prevent you and I from being a fruitful field look you see everybody ask yourself the, the, the habits that you have developed. If you live with this habit, where will it take you? Where will it take you? What will become of you? If you remain this way and you want to be the, what? The, uh, the happiest woman in, in a marriage. You want to be what? A husband that enjoys marriage. You are a man that you don't know how to handle women. You, there's no wisdom. The Bible says, dwell with women according to knowledge, not according to sexual power. You think that when you have sex and you you, you are on hell for one hour, you are a a horse. It's not a man. Dwell with them according to knowledge. You don't have knowledge. How can you dwell with a woman? There are obstacles and hindrances in many of our lives. And you see, once we come into God's life, he, he knows that look, the way you are thinking there, eh, there's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of distraction. The way you are thinking, if you go into the marriage with that mind, it won't work. Yeah. There are, there are women who have, you see, sometimes when you grow up in the midst of women who are very sharp tongued and, and despise men, and you grow up, sister, you are a candidate For sharp tongue, no matter the man that comes into your life, your tongue will rise. You can look at a man and you call him useless. Useful woman, why did you accept a useless man? Foolish man. Wise girl, why did you choose a foolish man? Were you drunk? Were you high? Hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. You call your wife a witch. You are a wizard. That's why you chose him. You chose her. Yeah. Yeah. You see, there are things in us that are self-destruct. You see, there they are things that if we don't understand and deal with them and humble ourselves, anything that is given to you spoils. So, when, when things are falling apart, ask yourself. Many of us naturally don't know how to build things, build relationships, raise people it is God's grace that makes us you see all of us here let me ask is, is, if you are the pastor of the church who will be in the church hey, it's a question. some of you some of you everybody doesn't like you because of you are fighting with everybody hey, hey. hey. hallelujah hey. hallelujah Oh, hey. hallelujah is mm-hmm. <laughs> the son of victory yeah, You see, let me tell you something. You know, God, eh, what he has given us over the world is victory. He said, you have overcome the world, even your faith. So it means you have, you have won a certain victory. Once you believe in God, you have, you, have, you have been lifted to a certain level that ordinary people don't go to. But let me tell you something. Victory is not the end of the battle. Victory is the beginning of fighting to be successful. Oh yeah. That's, that's why the scripture, go back to the scripture. Um, Isaiah chapter 5. Verse 3, I think. And now all inhabitants of Jerusalem and men of Judah, judge, I pray you between me and my vineyard. Verse 4. Yeah, what could have been done more to my vineyard that I have not done in it? Wherefore, when I looked that they should bring forth grapes, brought it forth wild grapes. Verse five. And now I'll go to. I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will I will take away the hedge thereof, and it shall be eaten up, and break down the wall thereof, and it shall be trodden down. Verse six. And I will lay it waste, and it shall not be pruned nor digged, but there shall come up brides and thorns. I'll also command the clouds that they rain no m- and, and there rain no rain upon it. Verse 7. For the vineyard of the Lord of the hosts is the house of Israel, and the men of Judah his pleasant plant. And he looked for judgment, but behold, oppression. For righteousness, but behold, a cry. When you read the scripture, the, what should minister to you is God's expectation of you in terms of fruitfulness. It, and it's a lot of work on your part. He's, he's, he's given you a certain victory already. You, right. To overcome the world. But where he has placed you, he wants you to be supernatural and apply yourself to wisdom and excel. But you're still not being fruitful. So, I can't do anything. What should be done? What else? Many of us are happy to marry. See, when you marry, it is the beginning of keeping a home. You don't just... (laughs) The only time that... You 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 are happy and you look beautiful, it's your wedding night. After that, your husband can't recognize you anymore. Oh, yeah. And when you get a job, it's like in your house, in your family, nobody has worked at a certain place, but when you get a job in the bank, it's over. No, it is the beginning of using wisdom because you can be there, and by the time you realize you have become a thief and you are ashamed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now you marrying your wedding. Everybody's talking about it. You know, some people like events. The women are thinking of decoration, uh, photos, as yeah, hey, everything must be perfect. I mean, hey, you know, yeah, it's like a competition. You are celebrating the victory of getting married on this special day. You are happy. After that, look, the real victory is how to fight for the marriage. Now, you come to church, you call yourself a Christian. That's all. You, I take communion. You see, you, you, you should be baptized in holy, holy hot water. My time is up. Number three. Law number three. So, l- l- law number one is the law of supernatural offense. I hope you understand it. Yes. The law of supernatural removal of stones. Problems. Some of you, you see, you don't even want to change. The way you used to sleep, you are still sleeping like that. Yes. You can't wake up to pray. And up to today, wh- when they are even f- helping you to pray, it's like it's a problem. That's why many of you don't understand it. Uh, I mean, there is nothing f- f- you, you, you gain without prayer. Number three, the law of supernatural investment. Go back to Isaiah 5-2 the law of supernatural investment, number three. And he fenced it and gathered out the stones thereof, removal of stones. And number three, planted it. To plant means, you see, every investment is planting. What investment, and remember, this prophecy is about the church. What investment have you made in your church? You know, when God saved Israel, he told them, they didn't have anything. And he told Moses, these people have given them uh, diamonds whatever you know they took from the Egyptians go to them as many as are willing let them give let them invest in the building of the synagogue and the sewing of if uh, uh, the the ephod the priestly garment for you and for Aaron take of them as many as are willing and as many as are willing responded, and God turned it out. These people didn't have anything, and it's like you think that we don't have anything. God said we should give. God, this God must be wicked. You see, normally, eh, God expects you to start making investments when you don't have anything. That's why you hear people say, we want to have money before we give. I'm telling you, if today you can't give $100, you can't give 1000 tomorrow. It's wickedness. And, and when you are like that, you can't stay in it. You won't be fruitful. You, you see, having money is not a sign of fruitfulness. You have money but you have problems with the money. You, you, you use it foolishly. You see that now your lifestyle has changed. You have friends that you spend on. You have lifestyle choices that you are investing in. Things that don't give you any spiritual return and reward. Your heart is out. Saturday evenings, you are chilling. Sunday morning, you don't feel like coming to church. Yeah, You are drunk from Saturday night, moving from one place to the other, you know all the party spots and celebration joints in town. That's your heart. That, that, that's when you sit in the church and they, they, they say even give 200, you, you look meanwhile you have gone to a place and paid 800 gate fee and spent more than 3,000 that night in one in one weekend you have spent more than 4000 on frivolities never in your life as a Christian have you given 4000 a month and you want God to make you fruitful god is what a fool you are expecting fruits from god you won't get it yeah he gave you and at the time that he's asking you he knows you have nothing no? Who can give God money? God doesn't eat dalasi If you cross any border, dalasi is useless. Even if, if Senegal, they don't like dalasi Oh yeah. So ask yourself, when you give, what, 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 what does God give you? What does God establish in your life? You sit in the church, there is no, you see, investment is not only about money, it's about your time. Where you invest your time, your workplace, is an investment. Going to work eight to five, it's an investment. Going every day, it's an investment for your future. But you can't come to church on time. Never. Never. You are not fruitful. Many of you, you come, you see, the time that your church, the service starts is the time you are waking up in the house. Meanwhile, you wake up two hours before your, uh, your work starts so that you prepare everything, transport so that by the time you are at the office, you are on time or a few minutes after. So there is no supernatural law of investment of your time, your intellect. Look at what you give to your work. When you, they have meetings, things are, everybody knows what they have to do, but they still have meetings. Every office, every work, they have meetings even though we know what we have to do, but in the church you can't stay for any meeting. You don't belong anywhere. You, you, you don't have time. You are a busy man. You are a busy woman. There is no time available for God. When you come at uh, 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 10.30, it is 12.30, you, you, within 15 minutes you are in a hurry to go. If somebody wants to even ask you to wait, you, you, are, you are agitated. You are angry in your spirit. And you, you say what? God should do what? your 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 whole devotion is to your work me if you are doing business i don't want you to be lazy i want you to invest your time but in the same way i want you to invest what is important to god that's why jesus said give unto caesar what is caesar's give also unto the lord what is the Lord's? Yeah. it's a balance don't 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 be tilted towards one side yeah don't be tilted you are one-sided. The day that you have to work, even, even for God, you, somebody, you, you see, there was a lady who used to sew. And, and, and she was a designer. And she said, there were some people who were traveling and they gave her a contract. And the contract, the, I mean, like, she has to sit and, and do the designs and supervise the work to be done and things. And it meant that, look, she, she shouldn't come to church on a Sunday. She said, no. I'm going to church. If if you can't if you can't if you can't accept it, I will pay you back your money, your, your deposit, and then yeah. Oh yes. Said I've never sacrificed my time for the things of man. Thou savest not the things of God, but of men. You are afraid that somebody will take their contract from you. You have no respect for God. There is no investment you are making. You see no sacrifices. And and. And, and, and people who do investment it's like when they are investing their time hey serious minded people when it's time to work it's time to work that's what it is it is when they finish before they will think of anything by you you think of other things before God God is not first yet you are expecting what look at our brothers Friday they will close their shops they will lock it they will close it Sometimes, you, you, you are, you are standing, somebody is, look, I've gone to a washing beer, I'm washing my car. The guy stops to go and pray. If you like, take your car and go. Yeah. You, dear, you see, nobody smells God around you. Where's your fruitfulness? It's sometimes, when, remember, God said, <laughs> I go back to verse 2. He fenced it. I've built a fence. I've removed the stones. Planted. An investment. You, if, 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 and when he was angry, he said, I'm removing all these things. I'm removing them. You see a church where people don't, when you hear what, why people don't come to church, you see that their heart is not for God. Yeah. They are looking for their, their belly. <laughs> I don't, I'm not afraid of anybody. If I don't tell you the truth, uh, you'll be here. You'll be unfruitful. You, you, you see, when, when you have to work, listen to me. If you have to be at work to do some things, you can't tell your boss and say that I couldn't come, but I was praying that customers will come and that the company will do well. Then your boss will accept and so to He didn't employ you as a prayer warrior. Nobody has been employed in the, nobody. You have not been caught as a prayer warrior. You have been caught into fruitfulness. It means produce. When he put Adam and Eve in the midst of the garden, there was no prayer topic. There was no worship. There was no instruction to worship God. The only thing was be fruitful. That's the agenda of God. You see, so when he restores us and saves us from our sins, you have to understand that he's interested in your well-being, but you don't have time some of you you will suck people who don't who don't do who don't come to work who don't do what you want them to do if, if you're an employer yeah. but you see in the church we can't suck you we will not suck you yeah we will keep you here and it is to your detriment because you see you are deceiving god be not deceived god is not mocked whatsoever a man soweth that also shall he reap yeah. hey. said, so let him that communicate that to him, uh, let him that yeah Nothing that is taught. Communicate unto him that teaches. Galatians 6 is before you go to 7. It's like when you, when you are being taught, an investment is being made in you. You don't know. What we are saying, we are also depositing something in you. That's an investment. People, people, some, many people have money. They don't know what to do. But they learn from fields what they can put their money in. And when you are in the church, God is leading you how to invest your time, how to invest your money, how to do things. But some of you won't listen. You are not ashamed to sacrifice your services for God. There is nothing. You see, God is not somebody we are serving spare time. Oh, today I'm very busy, I couldn't come. I don't want to hear that. You see, when you say, it it disturbs my spirit. Yeah. But you see, god has not made me a judge yeah i can't pray for you yeah it's it's to it's to to god because ask yourself what money can i give you what can i do for you everything must come from he that matters and you look at him and you tell him that i'm i'm busy I, i couldn't pray i couldn't come for prayer meeting because i was busy i couldn't come for this i was busy i couldn't come to church i was busy i was working i was doing this i was doing that i was doing that one brother has not been to church almost three months. He was asked what is the problem? My car has a problem. Meanwhile, they see you in, in town with the car. When you, see, when you see such people do you think that when, when we go on our knees and we pray Lord bless the church, these are the people God will bless? When we go on our knees and we pray Lord let these people be blessed. Do you think those are the ones God will choose? You have sacrificed every authority that God has has given you. Every power that is due you. You have trampled upon it. You are walking over it. So why would God also not take away the hedge and the fence so that others will take over and destroy it and nothing will come out of it. Because when you are left in the church, if we leave the church for some of you, for the next 10 years, the church will not be there because of the way you are. If this church were to depend on you, ask yourself, what will happen? You have not come for one month, six months. You have never stepped here for prayer meeting. You have never joined anything online. Nothing. You don't belong. Yeah. You don't. And you want God to exclude you and make you what? When I ask people to even give names, it's like you can be in the church three weeks, you can't give me five names. Meanwhile, your contact list Every week, the people who call you, they are more than 100. You can't even tell one person, I'm inviting you to church. No work, no investment for God. But uh, as for God, he's a fool. Anything you ask him will give you. Hey, Be careful. Be careful. Some of you, we pray, all. I'm telling you, me, I've seen people who have when I look at the church, I say, God, the only thing I touch their hearts because uh, there's nothing I've not said but you don't believe, your heart is not here and some of you are taking decisions that, that take your, your time, your money away from the church and you still want God to bless you you can't sit in the church, you won't pay tithe for one year oh, like not because you have never had money but when you have money, you, you, are, you are wiser than everybody, you know what money is useful it is not for church then you want to come and stand here. The pastor should pray. Lord, bless your children. Who would God bless? And when you see people who are favored, you won't understand. And we have seen it. People, there are people who are blessed, and it is because of the heart they have. Yeah. Number four: yeah, the law of the supernatural tower. Mm. five verse two and he fenced it gathered out the stones and planted it with the choicest vine and he built in the midst, and, 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 and built a tower in the midst of it hmm wow You see what does a tower represent? Who has seen a tower before? Africa, we don't have towers, high-rise buildings. They have basements, they have car parks it's like it, it and it contains everything, and there is security. They are fortified places. Towers mean fortified, secure. It's like you see, as you are sitting here. God has built a form of security for you even before your eyes begin to see and understand. That's why they say the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous, they run, but you don't run, you run away from it. They run into it and they are what? Safe, secure. Is this, is this, how many, you see, you will never walk on your own and come here and come and kneel down and pray. Me I am your pastor, I do it. I know what is here. Yeah. All you want is to come and do your wedding here. You are not serious. When when you see people when they are going to get married, they will come for counseling every day that you call them. There's nothing like I'm busy. Without fear. Without fear. 6 months. When they finish marrying, it's over with God. You don't, know, you don't know what is in the tower. You think this is a, a, a marriage uh, center. Or an employment center. Even sometimes some people, when you give them jobs in the church, that's the end. You won't see them. Everything they are doing, they stop. Hey, we are busy. Huh? We are busy. When I closed, I was so tired. You are a shameful person. the reason why some things don't work in your life is because of you. Oh. Never because of your pastor. Mm-hmm. I used to tell my pastors in Ghana. I said, you guys eh, you are the ones who should prosper more than anybody in the church. Give. And hey, they understood it. I'm telling you up to today. Go and see them. I'm happy for them. I don't need anything from anybody. I'm just happy. When you you are blessed, I'm not coming to. You see, today you think that I want your money. That's why I'm taking it. You are not correct. What do you have that I'm taking from you? Where I want you to be, you have no idea. Yeah, nobody looks after me. It's God. It's God. You, do you think of me? Do you pay my children's school fees? Have you given me money for fuel? Have you paid my rent? Have you asked me whether I have a problem? Yes, but I'm in your life. I'm there for you. Not because of what I will get. I don't need anything. I understand that when you take up God's word, he is the one that knows you and will step in and bless you beyond anybody's help. It's supernatural. It's supernatural, the strong tower, angels spiritually. You see, there are there are, they are you, you see a tower has many occupants, many facilities. It's like everything that you need, it is in God, it's in the church. Yeah, that's why you you, you sometimes you find people who have problems, they go to marabu in the church. I'm telling you. You see, this hand that is lifted up, it is lifted up against you if you, if you are double-minded. I went to Bissau. I was preaching. I, the Lord told me, there's a woman here. You've taken your daughter, your, 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 your son to a marabu, and it is affecting. The person didn't come out. When I finished the service, some woman in the church, very prominent woman, she came. Bishop. You're talking about me. She was shy. Because of who she was. Yeah. Your son was not well. Children fall sick. Children fall sick. You have a pastor. There are hospitals. Go to the pastor. Go to the hospital. Why a marabou? a friend. And the boy has become mentally unstable. Oh and, 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 and Bishop Jeffrey was there. You see, I said, I felt that, you see, God was calling you to shame the enemy. But as you didn't come. I don't know. I can pray for the boy, but I don't know. That, because that was the time of the anointing. That was the time. Where is the boy? The boy didn't come. Say bring the boy the following day. When he brought the boy, you cannot. I nearly wept. I was sad when you see the boy, nice boy. Oh. And the husband didn't even know and understand. It's like she has done all these things behind the husband. Careful now. Careful. So as the husband was in church, she couldn't come forward because she had taken the the child behind the husband to go. And now she says that now the boy has. It's like he he talks to himself. He's when you are talking to him, he doesn't even listen. And the boy was standing. He was in a different realm. You don't know. You don't know the defense that God has for us. Have you not read? you, you, You don't believe us. You don't believe us. Take the Bible. You don't. You see, some of you, your problem is that you don't take God's word. It is almost as if the church is just like, uh, you see, I've heard stupid people say, every church, there's something under it. Hey, what is that something? It's the, Holy Spirit. Okay. the real church has the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit has power. Oh, yeah. But ye shall wait. You see, ye shall uh, 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 be witnesses unto me. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. the devil tells people lies every pastor has something so you think that eh, it's okay to go somewhere there are people who who call themselves Christians they know marabou names more than pastors and and when people have problem in their church they can refer you to a marabou
0: yeah
1: There are angels in our lives. There is help and I will give you help. There is nobody here who is unprotected. And it means that when you are, un- when you are protected, you don't need help from anywhere. That's why David lifted up his eyes. And said, I will lift up my eyes onto the hills, the fruitful hills. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord. The Lord which made heaven and earth. Yeah. He will not suffer my foot to be moved. He that keepeth me neither slumbers nor sleep. Your God is not asleep. You see, you can imagine Job going through problems. And, and his wife said, curse God and die. He said, yet even if he slays me, will I still believe? Because, because of what he has seen with God. Yeah. There is no shadow of turning. Neither variableness. He doesn't change his mind. No. 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 And that's the God who is in your life. To cause you to be stable and fruitful. That's why when, you are, when you are here, let your heart be here. Let your mind be here. Let your spirit be here. Let everything that you have, that has breath, let it praise God. That's what it means. Don't be double-minded. Me, my money has been in the church. My, my time has been in the church. My children is in the church. My, my, my wife is in the church. Everything that I have, it is to the glory of God. How about you? Some of you see parents who don't want their children to come to church. But they will go for parties. Go for this. can ask my children. I will let them know what is important. If you grow and you want to live your w- life that way, it's up to you. But you see, train up a child the way he should grow. When he's grown, you will not depart from it. Sometimes it's difficult but as you are doing it, the seed. all of us, the seed that was in us is what has brought us here. You, you are there. You, you look at, you see, look one day a pastor stood in his church and cried. Because his son had been arrested. And church members and people had a meeting and spoke. Say, so look at this man who says he's teaching morality. He can't even raise. And they were using scriptures that says that if he, uh, he doesn't qualify, if he can't rule well his own house. Hey. Yeah. I said, you forget David. David raised Israel to honor prophets and to honor God. His own son, Absalom, tried to dishonor him. When, when, when Saul did everything evil against David, the whole of Israel felt that David should kill Saul. When he got Saul and he cut the hem of his garment, he said his heart smote him that he had even done that thing. When Saul died, and they came to tell him that it's like, he, the person has come to announce that your enemy has died. The guy who came to announce was killed. He said, tell him nothing. He said, what, what has happened? Don't be proud to talk about it. You don't know what has happened. You understand it. You understand it. Then you look and you criticize. Oh yeah. Criticize. You see evil children. Bishop son has died. A, a, a church member can rise up and say if he's a prophet, why will his son die? He has gone around to raise dead people. Why didn't he raise his son? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you think, you see, such people it doesn't end with, well with them. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. When the church lives in disobedience you don't see fruitfulness you don't see growth you don't see people established and you see this church we have to overcome many of you where you are somewhere I'm telling you everything is descriptive of you your nature because the same words that we say here they've blessed other people but you it's difficult it's like look there was a teacher who went to a certain school and he went there because of, of what he has achieved but when he went to that place he realized that he could do nothing yeah. He could do nothing. And, and it's like, you see, the same things that made him rise he, where he was operating, no. They don't, they don't appreciate. They have no value. You are looking for the wrong thing. Because the children have come to school. It's like the parents even to buy books for the children It's like, hey, these books are too expensive. And these parents are rather thinking of doing parties overnight. When their children don't come to school, they don't even care. Oh yeah. What what do you think God wants for you? Ask yourself. Where's your fruit? Ask yourself. How come? Sit down. Don't go anywhere. Sit down. How come you can't, you can't, you can't look at yourself and say, look, I want to be like this. Me, I sat down and I said, me, the only thing I want is to be faithful in the house of God. That's it. And I didn't mean, I didn't know that say, being faithful meant that I'm going to be a pastor. <laughs> I didn't know. It was not m- on my mind. I didn't know that being faithful meant that my heart would be for God. My heart would be for the things of God. Oh, yes. And I'm blessed. I cherish everything else can be taken away. If I only have God's word, I have life. He that has the father has life. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit. They are life. Not the things that I give to you. You can't find fulfillment in a marriage. You can't find fulfillment in a business. There is nobody who has material possessions or earthly possessions who says I am satisfied. There's no contentment in these things. Solomon married more women, beautiful women. He said, Vanity upon vanities. It is all vanity. Hello? I've built myself wine, eh, 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 swimming pools, hang, eh, bah, eh, gardens. I've built my. Eh, he enlisted all the things that he had. He said, They are vanity upon vanity. Therefore, this is the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and obey his commandments. Ah, my time is up. Wow. Lift up your hand, stand to the feet. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your right hand. Speak to the Lord, everybody. Speak to the Lord. Speak to Him. I don't know what you want to say, but I know God is speaking to us. Yeah. God expects fruits. He expects you to be fruitful.
2: Thank you. You see, I began
1: and I I told you that. You yourself, you have expectations of yourself. Thank you. Your parents also have rightfully expectations of you. Yes, Lord. There's nothing wrong with it. So, God also must. Yes. And if you think it doesn't matter, it is another problem altogether. Because some of you here, you don't care. But I'm talking to those who care. Yes. Yes. Those who look at it and say, yes, Yes. pastor, what you are saying is true. I want to do better. I want to see better things. I want to see fruitfulness. I want to see progress.
2: Those
1: are the ones I'm talking to. Not those who have hardened their hearts. No. Hmm. Continue your ways. Hmm. Continue your ways. Jesus spoke to the uh, 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 people and said, only only one out of four receives and hears and receives. Hmm. I don't know whether you are part of the uh, one out of four. But lift up your hands. Yes, Lord. If you see lack of fruits in your life and you want to challenge yourself to be fruitful in this life and with uh, God, yes, Lord. lift up your hand and yes. speak to him. Yes, Lord. Yes. Ask for mercy. mercy Take away Lord. pride. Take mercy, away lack Lord. of progress. Yes, yeah. Lord. Lift mercy, your voice, Lord. speak mercy, to him. Lord. Lift your voice, speak messy to Him. Lord. Don't murmur in your messy heart. Lord. Lift your voice oh, and speak us to Him.
2: Show us Make
1: audible noises we and speak, Lord. Help all. me out of this situation. Oh, I see that I'm contending, oh, yes. I'm, contending fruit, help help I'm contending with failure. I'm contending with fruitlessness. I'm contending with lack of progress. But I come against oh, yes. it. Help I invoke us. supernatural laws, laws of yes. fruitfulness. The law of your of supernatural of supernatural offense,
2: The law of supernatural
1: removal of stones the law of supernatural investment in my life and the law of the supernatural tower. You have built a hedge and a tower around me. You have raised up a standard against every flood in my life. There is no reason why I shouldn't be fruitful. Lord, show me mercy so that you won't come back and say, this is what I'm going to do. I don't want to hear you being angry. I don't want to see you being angry with me and taking away even that which I have and that which you have built around me. Because for some of us, If God begins to do that, your end will be far terrible than you are even seeing now.
2: Even when you have not reached there yet, it it is not the best. How much more He removes it? Show us mercy. Show us mercy this morning. Thank you. Show us mercy this morning. Thank you, Lord. Show us mercy this morning. Thank you, Lord. Yes, show us mercy. We want to be fruitful, Lord. We want to be fruitful. We want to be fruitful. We want to be fruitful in all that we do in the ministry as Christians. Lord, in our relationships, in the name of Jesus, as we go to school, whatever we do, oh God, we don't want to be fruitless. We don't want to be unfruitful. We don't want to be cast away, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We invoke the supernatural laws of fruitfulness over our lives. We invoke the supernatural laws of fruitfulness in all that we do, in the name of Jesus, we invoke the supernatural laws of fruitfulness. Lord, as Christians, as shepherds, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Father, bless us. Bless us. Favour us.
2: Yes, Lord.
1: And Show us mercy. Show us mercy. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Cause us to be fruitful. Oh, yes. Take away the obstacles. Amen. The hindrances, yes. the stones in the midst of our hearts. Oh yes, take away every burden every and anything bed- that stands in our way Amen. of becoming fruitful. Amen. Lift up your head around us,
2: Amen.
1: Lord. Don't remove them. Yes, remove the stones yes. and not the fence. Yes. Give us the heart oh, to give our lives, yes, Lord. Our, time, our time, our our treasure. Our
2: treasure
1: to where we belong yes, Jesus. so that the blessing will be lifted up Amen. in the name of Jesus
2: Amen.
1: Thank you Father Thank you Lord. In Jesus name Amen.
2: Amen.
0: Amen We believe you are blessed by this message For more information you can follow the Macarius Church The Gambia on Facebook, Twitter Instagram and YouTube God richly bless you